Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. Yay. Welcome back. You've arrived. That's a little E.T. there for you. Today, we're talking about minute number 164, part five, All of the King's Horses. Uh, This minute is going to begin with uh, Superman breaking through Wonder Woman's lasso. And the minute's going to end with Superman attempting to break through the Flash. (laughs) Nice. I don't remember writing these. Uh yeah the 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 flash has a big moment here in in this minute um I I do want to talk about it in in in, in great detail but let let's wrap up what's happening with with Wonder Woman so we'll see um in yesterday's minute Wonder Woman was like Kellel last son of Krypton remember who you are it, it turned up zero search results Kellel <laughs> said eh, I don't know who I am so I'm gonna then reel you in and then we get this really cool shot Nate had it. Uh, pause at this exact moment where uh, Kal-El is holding Wonder Woman by the harness and it was just a really cool pose like the two actors having this stare down um, I I just really as far as modeling goes and, and these two are models you know Gal Gadot yeah. obviously a model and Henry Cavill being a bodybuilder uh, model uh, this great physique it just it's just a really cool pose like this is to me it's like oh that's that's when i want to see my superheroes on in in live action on a big movie screen and be like and point and be like oh that's superman and that's wonder woman it's like oh there you go they're in the costumes they're doing it yeah it looks great i like that um so it's a great moment they are Uh, very much so uh pantheonic creatures right now is that a word (laughs) yeah did i just coin that we're gonna roll with that they're they're chiseled out of marble yeah, there you go. Very much so. Yeah, we'll see. The rest of the Justice League tried to subdue him physically uh, with 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 brute strength, and we'll see Cyborg flying in. And we talked a lot yesterday about the sonic cannons, and you kind of get that with the little propulsions there, yeah. right, on his body. And it's like, oh, there's that's the sonic cannon aesthetic that we did not get in yesterday's minute <laughs> that we would like to see here. So we see it here in this moment. Um, and so, yeah, any does uh do you, either of you have notes about these characters before we get into some cool Barry Allen stuff? I kind of wonder like <clears throat> when you see like Wonder Woman is hanging here, you know, like you said, she's being held here. Aquaman comes in with his trident, swing in for him, and Superman catches the trident, and then Cyborg flies up, and Cyborg like puts his arms on Superman's biceps. And I guess he's trying to move him, but it seems like if he maybe put all of his thrust into a punch to the face, maybe that would do be more effective. (laughs) And then I wondered about Aquaman. He could just let go of the trident and like maybe try to work the body. You know I mean? Just, it seems like you're getting nowhere doing this. So is this tactic is this tactically sound, you know, to I don't know. It looks cool and it sets up an amazing, you know, scene here with with Flash, but 
it, I don't know. I think watching it this time around, it was a little lost on me seeing, I, I guess maybe I'm not, you know, they are going up against Superman and it is meant to show that three people can't even make Superman budge. So yeah. Yeah. I guess that's and I the think, point. I think we'll see cyborg try it again next week where he will again fly into Superman and then the, the extra arms come out. Oh and yeah. And they're starting to punch him in the face. Yeah. And it's like, right. No, you should have just, uh, make all four arms into one giant fist and then just <laughs> punch into him, uh, which is, I think, a move he does in like Injustice, right? It's something mm. he can do. He can make his arm extremely big by what what we talked about earlier this week. It's just like consolidating your robotic mass, your beca- biomechatronic mass, into a giant fist and then punch someone, which is something you can do, Cyborg. So we'll chalk it up to... Uh, inexperience the, yeah inexperience and immaturity he can't he doesn't he doesn't have figured out yet so um yeah and then i guess aquaman was like i'm going to use this trident to hit you in the face really hard but then you know he grabs it so he, yeah. he, he doesn't get hit in the face but i would imagine getting hit by um and the um this is his mother's trident right queen, yes queen atlanta's trident yeah yeah uh that i, I would assume it hurts pretty much if you got hit in the face, uh, even if you're Superman, uh, but he did catch it. So it's not going to hurt him. And um, yeah, that's, that's about, that, that's about to the extent of Aquaman's action in yeah. this action scene in this chapter, at least. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then obviously Gal Gadot can't do anything in this moment, but she does get a really cool action scene in, uh, in, in next week as well. That when she she continues to fight Superman, and I think that's the part I love most is that mm. she gets a lot of screen time fighting Superman, and and I'm there for that. Yeah. Uh, and so, but then we have Barry Allen, <laughs> who will do one of the coolest poses, yeah, and then run into one of the the funniest bits in this entire movie. Yeah. Uh, both mm. the theatrical version and the Snyder cut. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the the pose is really cool. It's always been um, there's there's this bit of this dichotomy that Barry Allen is this uh, kind of like um, wh- what's the correct term for for this character where they're just so not ditzy but like <laughs> the spotted mind right yeah where they're like you know what what's going on like in and and trying to figure things out aloof but yeah then but yeah aloof but not in like the kind of yeah not in like a sour way and um, what i oh, think uh, like i guess naive yeah well and makes me think of like i guess it's not in this cut this this version but you know earlier was it earlier yeah where batman would have to tell him you know just save one person and then save one more like he mm-hmm. hasn't explained to him you know because he is naive he is you know he's a rookie he's very green you know he, he doesn't green, know yeah. what he's doing all the time so yeah he is hanging back since this since minute 162 he's just kind of been standing here you know but 
I can't remember if it was um in the theatrical version or even this one, but again, it's it's kind of like we go both back and forth between that. It's like the character still said it, right? The line of dialogue was still written for that character. And one of the lines is Barry, it may even have been in it. I think it was in that same conversation, what you just referenced, Travis, where he said, I just run around and push people and run yeah. away. It's like, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. That's because you don't know what to do. And like, you've probably seen things where if you've pushed something or someone too hard, they rip rip away you know it's like you're, you <laughs> yeah. probably have seen some crazy stuff so again you have got to be one extremely careful because you don't even know what you can do bro mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but he does have Isn't that the, sort of uh, the inciting incident in the boys like the, the super yeah. speed character <clears throat> exactly liquefies someone because it's like episode one right yeah, yeah. um it's like you got to always remember that like if when there is a speedster they do understand the momentum um yeah Mm -hmm. and also like what can that momentum do a lot of times it's like i don't i don't know it's just momentum what do i do with it it's yeah i run you know hyper um so i i (laughs) what i would think is that you know this cool pose that he does is just like this Really yeah. cool, like charging ninja. up his uh, potential energy or whatever. <laughs> I think it's it, that, and and maybe that he's trying to focus. Like, yeah, like I know I'm a kid with ADHD, but I'm trying here. So like, I've I've got to focus. And he's like, maybe that's what all these yoga poses are that he does in this oh, movie. Yeah. It's just like I I dig that about please this. focus. Yeah, <laughs> and I I think I remember hearing that that they were inspired wanted this version of the flash to be inspired by like ice speed skaters. Yeah. Yeah. Like Apollo Ono style. Yeah. Yeah. And then pairing that with like the, uh, yeah, the yoga poses. That's what this all feels new and different and a cool take on the character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I dig it. I always have dug it. Um, Oh yeah. It kind of makes me, think that uh the pose that we do start off with him before he takes his uh his little jog um maybe he did start a whole yoga tai chi yeah thing and we're just <laughs> like he did a whole fusion dance and we're just seeing the last uh you know step and it's like okay and then once i hit this and then bam go <laughs> yeah um so i don't know it's it's really really intricate to add sort of those kind of details to this uh this character especially you know when you're creating him essentially new um but as much cool things as we can talk about this minute again this is another one that was heavily talked about and probably Mm. still is uh on the internet i know personally that i have had at least two to my knowledge two conversations directly related to this super speed scene here (laughs) um and i will say when i did see it in theaters because it's very much similar right yeah um it's yeah it's it's verbatim i remember being underwhelmed when i was in the theater Mm. mainly because i just like I don't I I didn't like the look. I think this was also like one of the first times that we actually got to see like a a a point of speedster powers uh from the view like inside the speed force per se. Mm. Um so like the time distortion and the slowdownness and 
slow motion and, and everything. This was the one slow-mo bit that got me and it got me thinking like oh now i understand why people are always so heavy on Zack snyder's slow-mo stuff oh okay it makes sense now but all the other ones i don't see it as that this one i do maybe because it's a lot of motion and there's a lot of it and it's the longest slow motion (laughs) sequence i think that he's done um but i don't know it's a yeah, I remember just being underwhelmed when I first saw it. And then when we saw it here, I think, you know, I'll, I'll, obviously I was excited to watch this version of it. But I do remember thinking when we were sitting on my couch, when we would realize that some scenes like didn't change at all from the theatrical one, it was mm-hmm. more of just like a disappointment of just like, a, oh, dang. So when we did see it, like that was what they shot. and The original vision. Yeah, it was kind of just more of just like a, ah. I kind of thought that was going to be better. <laughs> we were, I guess, like <laughs> thinking for excuses of like why right. we didn't like certain parts in the theatrical because it was like, ah, well, I guess the excuse is that's, that's not the movie. But, you mm-hmm. know, even after the fact, after the movie came out, like everybody was like, yeah, no, wait, that was the movie. Everything we shot was shot. Like, we got it. Yeah, so. it, it would have been like Kal-El, no, it would be another thing. It was like, was that a reshoot? And then when you see it in this movie, you're like, oh, that wasn't a reshoot? That was yeah. actual part of the, the Snyder cut? Oh, okay. So it's not... There's still some flaws in it. And right. um, this moment here, I, I felt the same way. I think a lot of people did, right? Where you see this moment, this entire scene that that we've been talking with Travis about and, and next week as well, to see most of that um, up until Lois Lane shows up. Um, and being like, oh, this is all the same from the theatrical. Yeah. So this was Zack Snyder in this. That, to a lot of people, was like, oh, this wasn't as... It wasn't good then, and I'm not the greatest fan of it yeah. now, but I think it's also hard to enjoy it now when you do see... <clears throat> sorry, I just hit the mic. But it's like when you do see something from the theatrical cut, and then... And then see it again in this version, it's spoiled in a way. Yeah, mm. and 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 like what we were talking about. It feels earlier, tainted. It, it feels like uh, you've been spoiled. What this movie should have been, mm. anyways, right? Like um, we wanted it all to be new, yeah. and to yeah. see something again, yeah. it's like, and in in this moment, in this minute, Zack Snyder saying like, "Look at how cool this is." And we're all looking at it going, this is not that cool because I've seen it already. Yeah. But I think, again, kind of like the mother box thing of like, oh, this mother box doesn't like the Superman's here. And like, that's something contextually I don't put into what happens with with Cyborg and Superman. I just think that, you know, Superman being uh, rude awakened is, is the reason that he's so cranky and not the mother box. It's, it's this context. And so... Um, what I wanted to bring up is that this is not the first slow motion flash scene of the Snyder cut, but it is kind of, well, I guess they do it with the sword, right? Where he like taps the sword back at Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah, but they but, also do the Batarang and yeah, that looks great. I think the hot dog scene with Kirsten Clemens <laughs> as Iris West. I think that was supposed to be like, look at how Barry Allen 
is in his own world, his own speed mm-hmm. force. Like this is him. Like, and there's no one else as fast as him who can do all this. And then you get to this scene, and then you have Superman be like, "I am this fast. Yeah. I can do this." And then so, I, so we miss out on that kind of context. So I remember this this scene worked for me in theater, seeing the theatrical. It still works for me. I love this. I love the setup to it. I love the flash running. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't love this visualization of the flash. I don't. It's maybe a little too much lightning for me. You know, all, whatever. But I love the. I. I like slow motion being used to represent speed, and I love that he gets up here. He thinks he's gonna flank. You know, Superman. And then you know that that eye is gonna move and and yeah. clock, yeah, Barry, and it does. And then it, I remember in theater, but you know, be like just this oh crap moment. And then it cuts to Barry's face, and he's having an oh crap moment, and that makes it funny. Yeah. But then it's also, I think it's easy to forget about Superman's speed, and. You know, Flash certainly wasn't expecting it. He's never had someone look at him while exactly. he was in in yeah. super speed, and that is a this is a this is a huge moment for me in in the theater, and even now, you know, just I I I liked how it was carried out. Yeah, when we saw it in theaters, the I mean, the whole theater was kind of they were laughing at this, bit yeah, and you know, with it because it was a funny moment, it, and it did work. Um, I don't, I don't find myself spoiled by it. Uh, um, cause obviously this was, this was also another inspiration from the new 52, uh, justice league, um, origins where Superman was as, you know, fighting the flash and green lantern and Batman. And, you know, he mm. was just as fast as him and Barry is not prepared for just how fast Superman is. And so he, um, he gets undone by Superman in that moment. Um, and so they do it here because this whole movie is inspired by the new 52 Justice League. And I I saw it coming, especially with the slow motion and everything. Yeah. And I still enjoy it. Like, I still enjoy, like, the side eye. I, I enjoy, like, you know, Superman and, and the Flash fighting in the slow motion. And I I think it's just a world that we have to, like, meet in and like and they get to this and be like yes they're gonna fight in slow motion because that's the visualization of this fight scene is that they're fighting in slow motion because in man of steel Zack snyder said like all the kryptonians were going to fight in super speed but he doesn't slow that down he keeps it in real time and you see them zipping across like these you know dragon ball z characters and so he he made a conscious choice to be like they're gonna fight in the slow motion bubble, uh, and and I do enjoy it. I do. Um, one of the things I I really enjoy about this action sequence is this um, kind of green screen rig that they put around mm. Ezra Miller, and I don't know if you've seen the behind the scenes footage of it, um, but they they use it as well on Kirstie Clemens as Iris West when she's in the car crash is um, they are uh, held by the waist by this like gyroscopic green waist ring. 
um, and that are it's kind of puppeteered in a way by by a couple other gentlemen that are in green yeah. screen. And so you'll see, you know, Barry Allen does like this limbo as he dodges Superman's kind of swipe. But yeah. then he's being pulled at the same time. And like that's not like uh, CGI or anything. That's literally Ezra Miller uh, being pulled. And then you'll see him. Uh, you'll see uh, Ezra Miller, Barry Allen. Sorry, I'm getting the names mixed up pulled around it's, it's like a puppet tree thing yeah that they do with a real human and so to give this illusion of super speed but also acrobatics they're pulling this character around the set as they spin him around and stuff like that and um okay so when you if you watch like the behind the scenes it doesn't matter if it's for the theatrical version or kind of like they had like this bonus featurette for uh, the Snyder Cut, before it came out, it came out with uh, DC Fandom 2019, I think. Um, you'll see that rig, and you'll see the kind of puppets pulling Ezra Miller around, and Henry Cavill is just kind of swiping in slow motion a little bit, and yeah. they'll pull the Ezra Miller around. It's a really cool effect, um, but it's oh, it not CGI. Yeah. yeah, it's a really cool effect. Do they, do they show that... <laughs> Is there a moment where Henry Cavill is in that rig when he's there's a moment where he's like swipe right almost at the end of the minute where Cavill is kind of coming after or Superman's coming after Barry. Um, yeah. He's kind of chasing him to the next sort of pylon with the all the names on it and smashing it. And he does this weird like sideways hover float sort of thing like. Flash is backing up, and I imagine he's wearing that rig, and they're they're physically pulling him back. And then Superman glides like horizontally glides, kind of. Yeah, he does like with, a side straight with the Flash, and it that looks really weird to me. It, it looks like bad wire work, but it doesn't look like natural. Like, I don't know; it's so unnatural. But I know that Superman can hover and could move sideways like that without, you know, momentum pushing him. It just it looks weird to I me. I wonder. Yeah. And I wonder because that's also really hard to do with someone who's not wearing a suit. Yeah. With, like pinpoints. Right. Because it's just uh, he's just he's shirtless. It's Henry yeah. Cavill. Like, where are you going to put we're going to attach the wires to. So I'm wondering, um, I wonder if they use treadmills or something, you know, because that's, that's another thing I've seen with superhero movies is sure. not treadmills, but they'll have like a, yep. a piece of, uh, for lack of a better term, like a rug that they're pulling yeah. as yep. you move. And so as you move in and it's like a moving escalator. That's how and they did the super speed in um, Civil War. I think for Civil War, for Black Panther, and before that in uh, The Incredible Hulk, that's how they made Timothy Roth run faster than oh, all of his yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. And so I wonder if that's something they, they did as well. And they're just like, well, you, you jump and we'll pull it. Or maybe we'll move the set pieces as you move. But it almost has like a an even cheaper quality to it for me because it looks almost like they... They cut the layer of of uh, Superman out of the frame, and they're just literally dragging it across the screen. Like, because there's no motion in the body. There's no, you know, it literally just feels like yeah. they cut out the figure and are sliding it to the to the left. It so. it, it has a little bit of that effect uh, that we saw 
what do they call it? The chrono bubble from the flash where everything looked really distorted. Uh, when, when the flash breaks the timeline in his own movie and that it's, Oh, in his own movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone looks really weird. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, it almost has like that same effect where it's like, maybe everything's so overproduced in this, in this little moment here that it, it gets distorted and it's supposed to be, but then at the same time it's like, okay, but then it doesn't look good. It doesn't, right. doesn't stand the test of time. No pun intended. (laughs) So. Um, but yeah, besides that, I just, I just like the, the kind of the physicality of these characters, how, how they're moving and it's not, um, kind of, a, it's not, it's not a super speed fight. It's more of like a, it's like a slow motion, like evasion. Yeah. Like I, I'm scrambling here. I don't know. I, I, I can't fight you. I'm just like, I'm floundering in this moment and I happen to be moving really fast while doing it. So uh, and we'll see that it, it ends that way in tomorrow's minute. But um, yeah, I just, wonder. Just freaking uh, out here. I wonder. I, I'd kind of like to see a version of this fight where, you know, he sees the Flash coming, and he decides to go handle him. I I, I wonder if they could have done a version where he lets go of Diana and Arthur, and they're they never like instead of throwing them away, and he goes and deals with the Flash, and because they're at such a speed, they're still basically hanging there. Like they haven't moved, <laughs> you know, there's, they're just hanging yeah. there, you know, while this fight's going on. I don't know if that would look silly or I don't know how you would do cyborg. Would he start to move forward because there's nothing holding him back? I don't know, but I, yeah, I, I think what, to what you said with, with bad wire work, I think there's a great way to do like kind of like a whoosha, like kung fu thing where mm. you know in slow motion maybe he is still holding on to wonder woman but then trying to fight the flash oh. at the same time and like letting go and then and then grabbing back yeah. on and then like letting go and then grabbing back on and and they're still there like suspended in air and then he's like i'm taking care of them because yeah. they, um, w- what they can represent is a ticking time bomb of like, right. there's a lot of pressure on me. I don't like, I'm keeping three superhumans at bay, but also fighting this speedster. And so I'm like keeping them at bay, but they're inching closer every time I let go. And then I'm fighting you. And it's like, there could have been a more Kung Fu style of like dealing with multiple people in multiple uh, realms of time. But then, yeah, then I guess they could have done a lot with that. Um, they've also could have, I don't know. Um, I don't know how else they would do like a superhero, a super speed fight. Maybe like two, I don't know. Uh, maybe in a, a Kung Fu way, showing things twice in a way of like doing all this stuff in slow motion and then cut back, show it all again happening in like one second mm-hmm. and like show it again, like, this, yeah, like all this zipping around, and and it's almost like it you need more. for scale. You need there to be something that got knocked over, or a, a police car needs to be tumbling in the background, and it like it starts getting flipped over, and then at the another one second goes by and it lands, all in the time that this yeah takes place or something yeah like it would be cool like they did all this slow motion fight scenes and then it cuts to like a cctv camera from star labs and it just shows (laughs) like 
the zip happens. One blip. All these, yeah. all these totems start shattering, and it's like, yeah. oh, that you know, it's similar to like yeah. the Batman dropping in at LexCorp and like snatching someone. It's like to right. see how humans see these metahumans. It's like, oh, <laughs> I would love to see more of that. Um, that would be, but yeah, yeah, interesting cutaway. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I do like that why. they um, removed that uh, viewpoint from this fight, though. The civilian or the human looking upon the gods fighting, and it mm-hmm. kind of switches only to the gods' perspective now. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's cool. I do you, uh, you. Someone said um, uh, lack of scale, Travis. I think you said lack of scale. Yeah. I think that's been my biggest problem with this sequence, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. the scaling that they do have. It is the the tossing of Wonder Woman and Aquaman as they're flying through the air, and also the pylons that are breaking. Um, those help, but what really doesn't help is the entire set itself. Um, yeah, like I can. It's it's very and normally I love this, but for some reason the angles that they're showing here it just looks like they're on a stage. And in yeah. a bad way. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to say like, oh, I can just see the green screen. Like it's it's obvious. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is just an obvious green screen. Um, but there's no way around that. You know, this is the speed force. It's obviously going to have to be CGI'd and, and everything. But um but yeah, I think the scaling has been my has been my issue. I'm not saying that I don't like this. Don't get me wrong. I love this. The eye turn to to clocks flash as he's going past him has always been my favorite thing and i will echo mark with saying that it is a big moment and it was supposed to be a big moment it was supposed to be a thing where it was like oh yeah by the way you remember this from superman lore he also has super speed remember like (laughs) that's the thing um so yeah and and also it's kind of cool i didn't know that they um or i at least didn't think that uh it is another super speed fight, but we don't see it in real time like we did Man of Steel. Um, and mm. I think that's also another big thing with uh, removing the civilian look uh, viewpoint from it all. Yeah. The... And, and something about, like, talking about the civilian viewpoint, mm-hmm. I, th- I wonder if Zack Snyder got real gun shy about these fights. Because if you think about, like, the one thing everyone talked about from Man of Steel was how much destruction, you yeah. know, was caused in Metropolis. This park is the result of, you know, the destruction of a city. And and people got real weird about, you know, taking Snyder to task for killing this many people. Well, yeah. They're all fake. They don't really exist. He didn't, you know. And so if you think about like in in Dawn of Justice, where does the big climactic battle take place? Like, oh, in the abandoned part of town. Exactly. So it's like, so we can we can destroy everything there, no big deal. And this movie, you know, this this fight is happening. There's five cops witnessing this. You know, the the end battle is in some nuclear wasteland in Russia. There's nobody around. So I wonder if if Snyder was a little gun shy about setting these big battles in crowded places, you know. It could and, be. Yeah, I, I think the, I think the studio really was. I mean, they're so yeah. when we look at Man of Steel and um, 
Dawn of Justice, and we look at the fight with the Kryptonians, mostly Feora, and then um, Dawn of Justice with Superman fighting Batman. Those were those were, um, on, you know, on location. The they they had this yeah. idea of what these fights were going to look like, and so then this was filmed on the Warner Brothers lot in London. And so that changes everything. It's like now everything looks like it's on a set stage because yeah. we're no longer filming in Chicago. We're no longer filming in, you know, these um, these stages that we built to make look like, you know, we're fighting in an abandoned asylum or something like that. And so, yeah, there's the foundation of the sound, the sound stage itself has set it up to look like something that's not consistent with the last two films. And so, yeah, right. there's, there is that kind of, the DNA itself has already started. To and change. no amount of lighting is going to, it's just going to make it look situation. more like a soundstage. Everything yeah. else. Yeah. Gonna, everything is going to look like foam when it's should look like cement. And it's, yeah. Um, yeah. That's how you end up with mortal combat annihilation. And the, uh, the way that they figured out a fix to that was, uh, they made a whole big old, Big old LCD top the floor to ceiling sound studio, and they were like, "We don't need to go outside anymore, yeah. anytime ever. We can just be in here always, forever." And they were like, "Yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess yeah. I guess you can." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess you can." <laughs> and so that you'll see that again, and like it changes. And we we've talked about Rebel Moon, um, but Rebel Moon goes back to filming on locations, and you know mm-hmm. the only thing you'll see is like a big spaceship that they built, and then everything else will just be interior real, that's dope no 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 like real real location like real wheat and and huts that they built and so rebel moon will go back to that because Zack snyder is no longer you know i think it's just Warner Brothers green screen yeah. yeah Warner brothers is like hey we got a lot of flack for the last two films how about you film it here mm-hmm. in the studio and don't do anything else and he said yeah uh, don't go outside okay. uh do i get to do another one they said absolutely not and then so now <laughs> netflix is like make as many movies as you want and he said okay thank you i will <laughs> so now we have rebel moon to look forward to and i think we will see see something different um you know and i i don't i don't think army of the dead is a good uh rule of thumb as going into rebel moon because I, I i also feel like army of the dead was intentionally a smaller film um so i think rebel moon will be a big, a big picture. Big, yeah, of course. I wish they would release it in theaters, <laughs> in my area. So <laughs> that's the thing. Okay. In, in my area, because it is yeah, getting it, theatrical releases. Yeah, in like three cities. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. I think it's like, uh, what is it? Uh, Los LA, Angeles, Chicago, and New York. Yeah, and that's it. I think London is getting one. Yeah, too. London's oh, getting yeah. one. Yeah, and that's it. You know they got so. they got they're big they're big Snyder heads over there, yeah. huh? Yeah, Across not not Indiana or Florida, just yeah, just so the just the three major cities in the in the world, and that's it. So, all right, well, we're gonna wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving us a five star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover the show as well. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter at DCEU Minute. And if you'd like bonus content, we have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you here next time on DC Cinematic Minute.